Hey everyone, Austin Swanson here, aka 24-7. Today I'm discussing Cardlytics and I'll be going over some very important updates related to the Chase situation. I've been very excited to share these. So this is regarding Chase acquiring Fig and specifically I'll be going over a lot of my key findings that relate to Cardlytics not only possibly moving to the new ad server, but evidence that they are currently in progress of migrating to the new ad server with some known possible dates of the launch. This is very, the reason this is important and I'll be going over this in detail, but if we see Chase move to the new ad server, the odds of Chase leaving, not only are they already small, but they'll decrease even further. And I'll go over that here shortly. And by doing so, the expected value of Cardlytics just increases dramatically. So just a little bit about this post, I wanted to provide some of these key updates and specifically, you know, this post is going to go over some clues and information related to Chase not only moving to the new ad server, but being in progress of migrating to the new AWS uh, ad server for Carlytics. And so we'll go over some in-sync timelines. Some of the information here is quite like shocking <laughs> to say the least. Like I always think about, you know, things as a puzzle, you start putting pieces, you start seeing all these different pieces. If they don't fit. It's usually like, okay, maybe my assessment isn't correct here. You have so many independent pieces of evidence that all fit together. So it's like that makes it give, you know, a high probability of this being what's actually true. Uh, we also have some Chase and Carlytics job listings that relate to the situation that are very interesting that we'll be going over. And I'll also discuss how we will tell if or when, you know, Carlytics or Chase is on the new ad server, as well as some uh, uh, current observations. So just so you know, a significant portion of these observation analysis are already included or I have, I've already posted in my research notes. So if you're already a premium subscriber, uh, you may have already seen these, but for those of you who haven't, uh, this will all be new and I've been very excited to try to share this publicly. Uh, if you are interested in having access to the, this type of information, you know, much, much sooner. I mean, I posted some of this a long time ago in my research notes. Uh, make sure you subscribe. So just some quick background. I know we talked about this at length. I think a lot of people are familiar, but if you're new to this, just some, uh, a quick background on the Chase Fig situation uh, and just where I've already posted some additional information. So as a quick reminder, on July 1st, 2022, JP Morgan Chase acquired Fig. Fig has been considered Cardlytics' closest and possibly only competitor in the Cardlinked uh, offer space. So while this can be seen on many fronts as very positive, I mean, you got rid of Cardlytics' closest competitor. Uh, there's indication that this will increase or enhance the Chase offer section, which will benefit Cardlytics. Uh, but some people think that Chase Corn Fig, like that this has led them to worrying that Chase is gonna build an in-house offer system and then just drop Cardlytics. And this would have, I mean, if that actually happened, that would have a negative impact on Carlytics, uh, with Chase being around you know 65 million MAUs of Carlytics 179 million, uh, so this could explain you know a, a, a large portion of the recent price decline going even further you know uh, decreasing. Uh, despite at the same time we've recently heard you know Chase uh, or uh, B of A renewing with Carlytics, and that was previously a large reason for the decline. Everyone thought this, I mean, we're having deja vu here with everyone before thinking, oh, <laughs> B of A is not re renewing. And even though almost all evidence pointed to them actually renewing uh, and the price declined significantly. And so, well, before the announcement of the renewal, then Chase has this incident and then people have these fears so the price decreased further. So even though we've had these positive developments occur with you know, B of A renewing, a new CEO, uh, the, you know, the news of or the worry of Chase dropping has offset those positive developments. So the price right now currently reflects uh, people, this fear of Chase not sticking with Carlytics. So for additional information on the situation, you know, I've discussed this in my Q2 post regarding Q2 earnings, as well as my recent Hunter Bagger post. And again, I've, I put a lot of this in my research notes. So I've listed, so in the Q2 post, I talked about Chase's intentions with FIG regarding SMB data and travel. Uh, I discussed reasons why Chase won't drop Carlytics. I give up 10 reasons. How Chase is acquire, uh, how Chase acquiring Fig benefits Cardlytics. I go into that in a little bit of detail, and I give some expected value calculations. Because here's the thing, people, even if Chase did leave, Cardlytics, what they're worth, their intrinsic value, even without Chase, is still much more than Cardlytics' market cap today at, at below 400 million. Uh, in the recent Hunter Bagger post that I did last week, I discussed just the similarities to the Washington Post, how this this event of of uh, Chase acquiring Fig, removing their only competitor, leaving Carlytics really the only option is very similar to the Washington Post. And it's, it starts really building and leading towards that making of a monopoly. 
or natural monopoly, however you want to put it. Uh, you have the similar fears of losing a, an advertising distribution, uh, leading to the lower stock price in relation to intrinsic value. I also discussed what we could see from Chase that could lead to changes in Carlex's stock price, uh, why Chase would have issues with SMB if they attempted it, and why Chase utilize, utilizing first-party data with FIG uh, would work with Carlex. So again, that's what I've already discussed. So I'm not going to discuss that here today. We're going to discuss some new things that are very important. So my expectations with Chase, what I'm kind of already, what I'm thinking today, I did put a little picture of Chase offers today. So I'm hoping that when they launch the new ad server, and I'm going to discuss this in a little bit, we're also going to see a new UI at the same time, which didn't happen with US Bank, but I'll discuss why I believe that's going to happen. But I just wanted to put this here kind of as a timestamp of like the old Chase offers um, and how I just think this can be vastly different, different here very shortly and quicker than we think. So I believe Chase will not only move to the new ad server, but I think they're they're actually already in progress of migrating and will launch the new ad server in Q4 2022. Today's September 20th, uh, so Q4 starts here shortly, <laughs> within a couple weeks, so it's any time now. So I've been like really trying to, even though I've had these this this all this information in my research notes for quite a while now, um, I've been really thinking, okay, I kind of want to do a public post, and I've been kind of thinking, oh, I got to get this out before <laughs> Cardlytics, uh, you know, announces that Chase is on the new ad server, because then this doesn't mean as much. So I wanted to get this out sooner than later. So again, I think they're moving to the new ad server. I think they're actually in progress. And we're going to discuss that at length here very shortly. And I think they're going to launch in Q4. And I'll, I'll say why I think in Q4 2022. Uh, and if so, if they do this, the probability of Chase continuing to use Cardlytics now and in the long term just increased substantially. So with Chase staying, uh, combined with them moving to the new ad server, so not just staying and, and being on this old platform you see here, but moving to the new ad server, we'll see improvement engagement in ARPU uh, with just Chase that will probably match US, US Bank. But then additionally, because now with Chase being on the new ad server, it reaches critical scale on the new ad server, uh, which Carlyx said that they need, well, you, you not only need that for the self-service aspect, which we've heard from advertisers, and I'll discuss that in a little bit, uh, but also in terms of product level offers for Bridge. They said they, that, you know, U.S. Bank only has like four to six million MAUs, while Chase has like 65 million. And so they said they needed another large bank to have critical scale uh, to start getting you know, banks on board and for Bridge advertisers. Uh, so with that, we'll start probably seeing a lot more, not only self-service, but that's on pause as they're trying to focus on the new ad server right now, which we'll discuss, uh, but also the fact that, uh, that by doing this, they'll unlock those product level offers, which we actually haven't even seen it really at all. I don't think, I've never seen a, a, a bridge product level offer in US Bank yet. So I think that will be unlocked too. So again, what I'm saying here is you have Chase stay, they go in the new ad server, which should immediately unlock some of those benefits and those uh, higher engagement levels that we see in US, US Bank. But then even more from the product level offers and then possibly uh, in the medium to, to medium term range, uh, seeing some of the self-service aspect. So if this scenario doesn't occur where they don't move to the new ad server there, or, or Chase drops Cardlytics, there's still more limited downside than most assume. But Cardlytics is worth considerably more today uh, than today's market price without Chase, right? Which leads to just, I mean, th there's just much better investment prospects, prospects with Cardlytics than most realize. Most, I mean, what I've realized <laughs> with Cardlytics is a lot of people like to, you know, poke fun at, you know, me spending so much time at this, but it's like, no one's actually really, those people don't actually read or watch these posts or really think about the situation because I feel the few that do then end up reaching out to me and they're talking at length because they're like this, okay, what am I missing? Cause this does seem like a very good investment, uh, you know, opportunity. Like obviously, yes, there's downside. There's, you know, the worst case scenarios could happen. I mean, you could say that with almost any company, but overwhelmingly the, the odds are tilted in your favor here. So Again, why is this important of Chase moving the new ad server? Uh, again, I, this is kind of related to the, what I just discussed, but I'm going to go a little bit more in depth just to make sure you understand how important this is. So I see the probability of Chase dropping Cardlytics uh, significantly lower than most assume. I mean, people, I mean, there's probably people that think it's just all but certain, and I just think it's a very low probability that Chase is going to drop Cardlytics. But the odds of Chase dropping Cardlytics will decrease even further if Chase moves to the new ad server. Chase would not go through all the time and the work of moving to the new ad server only to drop Cardlytics immediately after. That makes no sense. This is why uh, it has been positive to see all the signs of Chase currently migrating to the new ad server, which we'll discuss. Additionally, moving to the, the new ad server would, <laughs> sorry, 
Additionally, moving to the new ad server would increase Chase's opportunity costs and switching costs. Given Carlytics would then be uh, supplying Chase with product level offers, local offers, a new user interface, which would be very hard to me uh, and confusing for users if, Car uh, if Chase rolls that back on users. So that's a very important aspect that I also think if Chase is going to launch uh, the new ad server, and I think, as we'll talk about, there's evidence that they'll do it with the new UI at launch or, or soon after. I think that's very key because it, increase, it really increases the stickiness of the platform. Because again, you have this, here's the user interface now. I'm used to it. If all of a sudden it switches to be kind of more like DOSH or what we see in an investor day, uh, where it's a completely different organization, much rich, richer imagery, larger offers, and it's just, just this amazing experience and I enjoy it. If all of a sudden it rolls back and looks like this, because they're just using Fig, for instance, like, Think about how many people are going to contact Chase and be like, hey, where did my offer section go? What's wrong? Like, and Chase has even specifically, Chase, Chase has said that they want to minimize the amount of confusion that they cause for users because it increases the number of calls and questions questions they get, which is a real time and cost that they have to incur. So again, I think, you know, it's one thing if they just launch the new ad server, which again, the new ad server, the new UI are two separate things. And the new UI, new user interface requires the new ad server. U.S. Bank has a new U, uh, new ad server, but they have not launched the new UI yet. And so uh, we could see, you know, Chase launch the new ad server and it looks just like this. But I think, and I, there's a reason why I say that, and I'll discuss that here in a bit, that at launch or very shortly after, they will integrate uh, the module related to the new user interface. Um, okay. So anyways, the other, the other aspects with this, uh, you know, all these updates of, of getting all these, you know, different functionalities, the product level offers, the local offers, and the UI, this will not just happen overnight uh, because it requires some of these integrations, right? With the, the, the new ad server has all these modules that the, the banks have to integrate. So luckily, and I'm going to discuss this in depth, is that Chase is hiring roles uh, for Chase offers and for rolling out features and capabilities with API capabilities, uh, which seems to exactly match what Carlytics has said regarding the new ad server and the, f the features and capabilities. And there's even some even stronger pieces of evidence. I'll just say it here. U.S. Bank has said, oh, we want to roll out the new user uh, experience, but we need to uh, either dedicate more employees to this to start rolling that out, which would make sense then if Chase is hiring for those roles, right? I know I'm saying that that's, that's regarding U.S. Bank, and that's why they haven't done it right? That they need more resources. So that would make sense of, okay, if it requires more resources to be on this, that, that Chase would hire for this, right? And if they're in progress of moving to the new ad server, then it makes sense that they're hiring related to the new ad server. And I'm going to discuss this much more in depth here soon. So, and again, because it, they're, it requires Cardlytics to have these capabilities ready for Chase to start adopting, this requires some execution, which is why, you know, the new CEO, it, it's imperative that everything, the timeline stay on track. So when Chase moves the new ad server, they can start unlocking these benefits, which just increases the switching and opportunity cost for Chase. So the reason uh, keeping Chase and then moving to the ad server is important is it will lead to retaining that associated revenue where Chase is a significant portion of Carlyx's revenue today, but it will also lead to higher near-term, not medium or long-term, near-term engagement in ARPU with Chase. Uh, I've talked, I've actually quantified this in my research notes, so you can check it out. It will also lead to sufficient reach for bridge and unlocking product level offers, which I've talked about, I'll put some more detail here. It will also reach a sufficient, re or having Chase on the new ad server will lead to sufficient reach of banks on the new ad server where the self-service platform, those offers only work on the new ad server. So right now, agencies have commented, yes, yeah, it's not worth my time because there's only you know four to six million MAUs on US Bank. But that's why you start adding on you know Chase with 65 million plus MAUs or thereabouts, you're gonna have enough reach where then it becomes worth utilizing that self-service uh, platform more. So that's kind of why, you know I'll talk about this in a little bit, but uh, Cardlytics switched focus where they moved some of their employees and re uh, resources from self-service development to the new ad server, which makes perfect sense. You know, <laughs> there's no reason to keep working on the new ad, uh, the new self-service platform if it's not beneficial to the agencies and they're not really going to use it until banks move the new ad server. So switch your focus to the new ad server, make this as best as possible, get the banks on there uh, as, as quick as possible, and then start worrying about the self-service at a later date. Additionally, I believe if you get Chase on the new ad server, it's going to accelerate the timeline of B of A and Wells Fargo moving the new ad server, which leads to more revenue and cash flow sooner. 
The reason for that is I just don't think the banks are going to want If they see Chase and they start seeing some of the statistics that kind of like uh, Carlix released on US Bank when they moved to do ad server, if they start seeing that with Chase, who's you know much larger platform, I don't think they're going to want them to gain too much of an advantage or just be lagging too far behind. So I think if they start seeing some very strong positive indication of the benefits of moving the new ad server, it could lead to uh, B of A and Wells saying, yeah, yeah, let, we'll, we'll start pushing that through sooner. But maybe maybe those timelines stay still stay intact. A different way I just want to put this <laughs> of why this is all super important is I previously shared the following sets of scenarios and expected value calculations. Um, you know, the, the scenarios themselves, the probabilities and the resulting expected values. You know, again, as the probabilities change. So I have here like the probability of losing chase. Well, you know, it, as the probabilities change, the expected values change. Therefore, upon clearer evidence of Chase moving to the new ad server, the probability of Carlix losing Chase decreases. The odds of the better scenarios increase, so the expected value increases further. So that's why, again, it's you know, the Bayesian inference where we're taking on, if we see new information, the odds change, and so should the expected value. But here's the thing. This is what gets really interesting with this situation with Carlix that I've, I've spent some time thinking about. The Cardlytics market price, the market cap, the stock price, may not adjust based on any new you know, news or evidence of Chase moving to the new ad server. An example of this, and why I think this, was the B of A fears, with the fear of B of A not renewing, where all investors, not, or sorry, not all investors, but a, a lot of investors and people I talked to, they needed absolute 100% certainty of the renewal. Not 99.9% based on you know the, all the evidence, 15 plus reasons I gave, not management saying, hey, we're absolutely certain, uh, not even, oh, we, you know, they're waiting on us, Cardlytics, like we're making them wait, we already have the agreement, like everything's good to go. Nope, didn't matter. People needed to see the renewal. They needed 100% certainty. Therefore, the same could be said here with Chase. And part of this could be a reflection of, you know, it's a smaller company, less people following it. It's not some big major uh, mega cap company. So therefore the same could be said with Chase such as the evidence of Chase launching the new ad server, where that's not enough. Even a signal by Chase, such as extending the Carlytics contract, even though it doesn't expire until 2025, they might say, hey, you know what, we'll, we'll try to sh show that we plan on sticking with you by extending that through 2027, for instance. Uh, but that might not be enough, because some people could say, oh, well, the, the contract still allows them to give like a 90-day notice, so they could they could drop Carlytics. Uh, or even Chase expressing their exact intents with Fig. That might be completely unrelated to the Chase offer section. Uh, they might just say, oh, uh, Chase's line, or they're they're saying one thing, but they actually are going to do some other plans, even if there's no evidence to support it. But here is the thing: this is great for investors, right? As the odds and the expected values change, we hear new information. The odds change, the expected value increases. The market price may not leading to even a more mispriced bet. I think that's already happening today, but it could that gap could widen further. Uh, and again, specifically, what I'm saying is the market price seems to only reflect at least for Carlytics, that's what I'm talking about here, not, not all stocks, I'm talking about Carlytics, the market price only seems to reflect certainty, not odds, which leads to a mispricing. More specifically, the market price of Carlytics may continue to reflect a losing Chase, that people think, oh, you know, Chase is gone, even after Chase is on the new ad server and there's clear evidence of Chase staying, which is just like, it, it, <laughs> you have this amazing thing where you have this vastly improved risk-reward trade-off uh, with Carlytics as a stock and... That's why, I don't know, I, 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 I've been loving the situation. That's why I keep looking at it and why I keep investing. So it's some important historical information that puts a lot of this into context, and then we'll get into the, the timeline. Uh, so an important detail to the story of Chase was that Chase was supposed to move to the new ad server uh, by year-end 2021, almost a year ago. This was discussed even publicly by Carlos in the Investor Day, where Michael Ackerman mentioned one of the larger banks committed to moving to the new ad server by the end of the year, 2021, because the Investor Day was June 2021. And then uh, Farrell said, Chase is also, as Michael mentioned, on track to take the new uh, Carlos ad server and UI by the end of the year, which will continue their engagement growth directory. So this is important for many reasons. Uh, not only does it show that Chase may take the new UI at inception, which is important given, you know, increases that stickiness because you don't want to roll that back on users, but it shows that Chase was already planning on moving to the new ad server. So it's so that can, it's more likely that they are going to do it, you know, first before other banks. And it's not like Cardlix is over here trying to convince Chase to move to the new ad server. They already said that they're going to. Things got pushed back. Uh, and so, again, your first question should, should be, well, why didn't Chase move to the new ad server? 
right? That would be the first logical question. So according to Cardlytics, they said it was supposed to be Q4 2021, uh, but that date slipped. It wasn't, you know, it's a, they said it wasn't our fault or theirs. Things came up and they pushed that out, but we have them on schedule for later this year. And then, uh, that was in May 2022, uh, but then Cardlytics' investor relations said after Chase acquired Fig that Chase had internal technology projects, projects that pushed up in their funnel and pushed the, the ad server out. That was in July 2022. So here's the thing. It is very possible that history will repeat uh, with Chase not moving to the new ad server on schedule in Q4 2022. However, the differences today are, and this is what we're going to discuss, we have Cardlytics employees mentioning that they're working on migrating uh, a bank related possibly to the cloud. And I'll give you the information of why that's probably Chase. Uh, we have expenses that were incurred in Q2 related to migrating uh, migration to the cloud. We have related hirings by Cardlytics for integration and cloud work, which I'll detail. There's hirings for Chase and Chase offers for a new user experience and rolling out features and working with an existing third-party vendor uh, and much more, right? Like I, I feel I can even, I'm, I, I keep building this up because it keeps just getting better and better as I get more and more into the weeds here. So here are some clues of Chase moving as well as already in progress of migrating to the uh, to the to Cardlytics' new AWS ad server. So the first set of clues is regarding this in-sync timelines where everything just seems to be matching up very nicely. So not only does, you know, do we have Cardlytics said that Chase is scheduled to move the new ad server in Q4 2022, and I'll give the exact date when Cardlytics said this, but there's also many different interesting pieces of information related where all the timelines also seem to uh, support that Chase is currently in progress of moving to the new ad server. Uh, I put a timeline here. You can uh, check that out, but I'm going to go over into some detail exactly that. So in April of 2022, we had evidence of, of, of employees working on migration for a bank with the size that they specified matching Chase. I'm going to detail that. Uh, around May 6, Carlyx says that Chase is scheduled to the move to the new ad server later in 2022, and that they also at that time, Carlyx had some job listing, uh, a job listing for an integration consultant for for the new ad server related to cloud. Uh, then. About a, like a week and a half later, Chase said, or Carlyx said that Chase is scheduled to launch the new ad server in Q4 2022, and they gave a comment uh, that they are shifting employees from self-service to focus on the new ad server. Then in early July, this is post uh, Chase acquired Fig, Carlyx Investor Relations confirmed that regarding that 50% MAU goal, that it was still on track. And it, it get, keeps getting more interesting as we go in the details. Uh, then August 2nd, which is uh, the earnings call, uh, they on, on the call, they, they detailed that there was an expense occurred in Q2 regarding migration to the cloud. <laughs> August and September, Chase had some job listings related possibly to the new ad server. And then this month, just recently, we're seeing these new local offers, and I'll say why that's important. So now we're going to get into the details here because the details are where this just keeps like, you might be like, yeah, I can see where I can poke holes on this. I get that, but that's why the details are important. So in April, 2022, so I'm just, I'm essentially gonna go over this timeline, but in a little bit more detail. Uh, I'll try to go over it quickly, uh, so you can read this if you want, but at the same time, this is where, <laughs> this is, I think this is the most, one of the more important things. So in April, 2022, Cardlytics, uh, someone had in their LinkedIn description, uh, and this was posted on Twitter, I linked it here, that the mentions migration to a new platform for a bank, and it mentions the size, that, like, that to me matches uh, Chase. And this started in April, 2022. So uh, it was pointed out that 45% of Carlytics users, so they say uh, this was for a bank that represents 45% of our bank networks users. So someone pointed out that Carlytics uh, users looked, so the 45% that was matched here looks to be based on the 34 million revenue they quoted because in this post they say, uh, so it says, led cross-functional strategic initiatives, such as migration of 140 plus advertisers and 34 million in revenue onto a new platform. Well, that 34 million, if you take 34 million and you divide by Q2 revenue of 75 million, uh, so Indra was the one who found this on Twitter. I linked it here. Uh, they said that if you took the, you know, if you do the math, 34 million that they quote, and they're also saying this is during Q2 based on the timeline. If you take the 34 million that they're quoting divided by the 75 million in revenue that Cardlytics posted, uh, that gives you that 45%. So that's probably where they're getting that 45% of bank users or those MAUs. 
Okay. Well, at, at first you're like, well, that could be Cardletics, where, where, or where, that could be Chase. Where this gets even better is I linked to Richard's latest uh, uh, Cardletics write-up, and he mentions, quote, as of Q2 2022, uh, their Chase's, or sorry, Cardletics's top three bank partners, Chase, B of A, and Wells Fargo, formed over 75% of the partner share. Chase and B of A formed t- over 20% each, and Wells Fargo formed 10%, over 10%. Cardlytics stopped disclosing exact splits in Q1 20, uh, 2020, but at that point, Chase had already surpassed B of A. Therefore, Chase forms up to 44% of Cardlytics' revenue today. So this makes me believe that the, the job description in, in discussing migration of a bank to a new platform is most likely Chase, right? That that, and it's going to just keep getting more and more interesting as we go through some of these other details. Also note, you know, 100% of the campaigns uh um are already on the new ads manager therefore i do not believe when they said that they went to this new campaign platform it's related to the new ads manager but instead to the new ad server again already that that has already happened where all campaigns are already on the new ads manager for placing advertisements and so this happening you know in april starting in april 2022 which is after all the campaigns are already on the new ads manager so what does this migration have to be related to, let alone that it deals with 45% of our uh, bank network users, right? It's most likely, as we'll see with the other piece of evidence, that's probably related to migrating Chase to the new ad server. So then shortly after, on May 6th, Carlick says Chase was supposed to move to the new ad server in Q4 2021, but the date slipped from something that came up on Chase's side that pushed it out, but that they have Chase on schedule for later that year, 2022. Additionally, there was a new Carlix job listing for a senior integration consultant for the, quote, technical onboarding of a, quote, financial institution onto the Carlix platform, <laughs> quote, uh, and they're looking for someone with experience with AWS or other cloud platforms. And again, if you're looking, if you go to uh, Chase or Carlix, man, again, Chase Carlix, saying those two names back and forth so many times, I keep getting mixed, mixed up. If you go onto Carlix's website and look at current jobs, there's a senior integration consultant, but that looks to be more for DOSH today. This was something different then around may 16th about a week and a half later carlix management then once again is talking and then they they mentioned that they pivoted tech resources uh, from self-service development over to the new ad server and that a major bank is scheduled to launch the new ad server in q4 2022 it was scheduled to launch in q4 2021 that time i don't think they mentioned chase but before they you know we know that the person that was scheduled or the bank that was scheduled to launch in q4 uh, 2021 was chase and the week before that they even mentioned uh that it was supposed to be chased. But now, not only was it later this year, we have the evidence that that uh, they're supposed to that Chase is supposed to launch the new ad server in Q4 2022. Today it is uh, September 20th, 2022, nearly Q4. So we're getting close here, right? Um, also, you know, if they are scheduled to launch a Q4 2022, which starts you know in October, uh, it would make sense that the bank is currently in migration, right? Starting as soon as April to begin the process, which would match Carlix saying that they had a migration of an FI partner occurred in Q2, that they had expenses incurred related to that. It would also you know, relate to this job posting on LinkedIn that was migrating, you know, someone that would represent 45% of the bank users. That also connects. And then it also relates to that in early of July, after Chase acquired FIG, Chase's or Cardlytics' investor relations said that Cardlytics was still on track to hit 50% of the AMAU goals, right? This matches all the points that we're talking about, right? It would match that. And the reason I even, when I first heard that, I was like, boy, that's a pretty bold statement to make unless they were currently in progress, uh, which gives you the confidence that you're still on track. Not that, because to me, I don't think Cardlytics' investor relations at that time would have made, they were not saying much at all. And so for them to make such a strong claim, I'm like, they must have really high certainty that they're going to hit that 50% MAU goal uh, and not have the same thing that happened last year, which Chase, you know, pushes it back. And so the only reason I thought that would happen is if they were currently in progress. And that's why they were willing to say that, right? Um, and I think based on if they're supposed to launch a Q4 and based on the, all this evidence that, you know, there was a, someone was getting migrated <laughs> in Q2, that that's why, you know, Carlytics around that time was, was making that claim. Additionally, you know, in August on, on uh, a Q2 earnings, Carlytics said, quote, during Q2, we began the migration of certain internal data applications for the cloud. We expect a fairly long migration given the need to work with an administrative and technical process of our FI partners. So not only does this fit in the migration of an FI partner to the cloud that begins in Q2, 
matching the points above but the statement also shows that's a long migration process which would show that you know again it could start in april and still be going on and that it's not quite uh, launched yet then in August and September, we started seeing some J Chase job listings that possibly relate to the new ad server. I'm gonna discuss that next. And then in September, we saw some new local offers in Chase. Uh, and again, here's the thing. I'll just go over this shortly. So in December of the end of last year, I saw this Chase local offer. And this was something someone else posted and never saw anything else. So I don't know if it was a pilot, a test, I don't know. Then, uh, just on like a week or two ago, on September 9th, a friend of mine sent me this picture of their Chase offers where they sell more Chase local offers. This is only in Chase, and it has this tag that says, uh, let me see if I can zoom in for you, that says shop local, okay? And then shortly after that, on September 15th, I started seeing these minority-owned and black-owned offers, and I got quite the influx of those offers. And so... At first, I didn't think too much of them. I mean, they were the only sets of, this is only in Chase. And these these were the only two sets where it had these headers or these tags at the top. And so while it's, uh, there, you know, while there was possibly, you know, one distribution of those, quote, local offers or shop local offers in Chase around that, you know, end of last year, uh, there hasn't been anything since until now in September. And I believe the shop local offers are related to the, sh uh, the Chase eureka partnership that was uh that deals with small businesses and specifically minority-owned businesses this was based on carlytics during investor day that they said quote we've also partnered with chase and eureka a company focused on bringing small businesses majority of them minority owned and so given that my the, the minority owned is only the majority of small businesses meaning Yes, it's the majority of them, but there's still a portion that are not minority owned. And so if they partnered, if Chase partnered with this Eureka and Carlytics, yes, it would explain the minority and black owned uh, offers. But what about the other portion of offers? Well, those could be the shop local. The timings match up, the tags match up. Uh, so that could explain that. Now, here's the thing. This is where I, the reason why I include this as another piece of quote evidence is this partnership was announced or disclosed in June of 2021 during Investor Day. Right. And and we've never seen or I've never seen these minority or black owned offers uh, within Chase or yeah within Chase until now, till September 2022. And so the reason for the delay of these Eureka offers possibly could be that that, you know, Carlytics announces this expecting Chase to move to the new ad server and they expected them to move to the new yacht, the new UI. And they might have said, let's wait to put these offers on the new the new user interface. Uh, we can have better categorization so people can find them better. And we can also have, uh, you know, images within the offer. So because they're not nationally recognized brands, uh, we can have richer offers or richer imagery. So people actually, you know, can know what these are and increase engagement and, and uses and redemption of these offers. So that's why we could possibly, they announce it in June and we never see anything of it until, well, we see this like test Possibly, I still don't even know if this is related to Eureka, but the end of the year, which could be after Carlytics finally, they finally find out that Chase is not moving to the new ad server. And so they say, okay, we, we'll, we'll start putting some of them now. Uh, but then again, we don't see anything. I haven't seen anything since now, you know, nine months later, which is almost right before the new ad server release on Chase. And so it could be that Ch uh, that Carlytics is saying, hey, let's put some out now. We can then test it when we move the new ad server, kind of see what the difference is in performance between the offers. I don't know. This is more of a weaker point. I just included this here for completeness. So anyways, in total, we have so many different independent data points with the timing matching up, making it seem extremely likely that Chase is migrating to the new ad server as we speak, uh, especially with the fact that Carlytics said that Chase is supposed to launch the new ad server in Q4 of 2022. Not included here is what was discussed in the last post regarding the similarities of a hunter bagger. In that post, I discussed how Chase has uh, has the supposed intentions of using FIG to utilize first-party data to improve targeting, where this is data that Chase is currently not sharing with Carlytics. If true, that would fit that within the new self-service platform for banks on the new ad server, uh, that Carlytics built the ability for banks to share that data with a blind mechanism. Right? So it could be that the banks can start sharing data that they previously haven't shared because Carlos might not see this. Uh, and this, this was built apparently specifically for Chase because Chase expressed these concerns. Therefore, it's possible Chase is leveraging FIG and possibly, possibly even a reason that Chase even acquired FIG 
was that, hey, Fig has these employees that deal card linked offers. They know exactly how to do this. Uh, we can do a quick acquire hire, get these employees and start leveraging that because we're moving this new ad server it has this capability that we wanted and, and card to built it. And we want, we need, you know, let's, let's, let's you, let's buy Fig, have a nice backup. We can use them in the whole connected commerce, uh, new chase, uh, new line of business, use them for the shop through Chase, maybe stuff for travel. We can also have a backup for card list and maybe they can help us with the data aspect on the new ad server. I don't know for sure. Again, it's a smaller point. They could, you know, could be something completely different, but it, you know, that fits with everything else and the timeline fits too. Okay, next, instead of just the timeline, one thing I want to expand on because this is where I thought it gets a little bit interesting too, is I recently came across two job listings on Chase specifically for Chase offers. Not only do the job listings seem to perfectly uh, describe Carlos's new AWS ad server and its capabilities, but it almost seems as if Chase's job listings are based on the exact language that Carlos has previously used, such as during his earnings calls. Like, I'll, I'm going to go over the comparison here in a second, but they are so similar that it's almost it's almost just crazy so uh in this language could you know in the language carlix like to me the reason why maybe chase is using this uh this language in their job listings is it's probably the same language that carlix would be using when they're talking with chase and moving to the new ad server uh so this makes it seem likely that the job listings are not for an in-house solution but instead for migrating rolling out features related to the new ad server where carlytics has said it will take banks a series of months to turn on all the different modules uh, and where the job listings describe this this aspect. I'm going to go over this. So given we have uh, seen other clues of Chase moving to the new ad server, as we just discussed, this new data point only strengthens this idea, right? Or viewed from a different angle, the way I was thinking about this was that if the other observations that we've seen and heard are true, that make it seem that Chase is moving to the new ad server, well, then it only makes sense to see some Chase job listings related to moving to Carlos's new ad server. Especially, here's the key point, is U.S. banks said that they would need to dedicate additional resources to start integrating some of the new capabilities, which even perfectly matches one of the Chase job offer or Chase job listings that's for Chase offers and the product delivery platform integrations. It just blows me away the similarities between all these situations. Which again, if you have all these different puzzle pieces and they all fit together, it's probably right right doesn't mean maybe maybe i'm still wrong and maybe and again i might not have all the information there might be a diff there might be a new puzzle piece out there that i don't have that if you introduce it to what i have today it doesn't fit which means i'm wrong right now i currently do not have the puzzle correctly solved uh but currently i <laughs> i just it just it makes so much obvious sense so i list the two job listings right here and highlight some of the key aspects uh but i'm going to go into detail on those right now so i will note when i first started reading the Chase job listings, I was starting to interpret it as uh, a new in-house offers platform, uh, possibly leveraging Fig. So I, I started getting concerned. I was like, oh boy, this is interesting. This is possibly some disconfirming evidence. For instance, it says, quote, this is an exciting opportunity to join a new line of business and help the, the consumer's product team build and deliver a new offer experience for our, our, our customers. So the new line of business that Chase uh, is referring to is Chase's connected commerce. Uh, so I have not only seen this in other job listings related to the Chase offers, uh, but this specific job listing even mentions, you know, the connected commerce uh, line of business, uh, where it says this Chase in, or where the Chase integration job says it's for quote for offers and shopping uh, for newly formed connected commerce division. So the, from my understanding, Chase has this new division, connected commerce, that covers both Chase offers and shop through Chase. And so that's where it gets interesting, where I think it's connected commerce that essentially uh, where FIG falls under, which is why I think FIG could not only be used maybe for Chase offers, but some other uh, uh, projects within Chase, such as the shop through Chase and maybe some maybe things related to travel. So the more initially concerning wording, though, when I started reading this was that they say, you know, quote, build and deliver a new offer experience with the specific word of concern, build, right? But... Given the new ad server allows for Chase to pick and choose which modules to include in their, their offer platform, including the ability to customize the UI for further differentiation, that specific line, uh, you know, about building did not give conclusive evidence that job listing was for Chase in-house in plat uh, for a Chase in-house platform or for the Carlos new uh, new ad ad server. Right? I could go either way there. However, <laughs> when you start reading the listing, the job listing in full. 
and seeing some other very specific points in language, as we're going to discuss, it makes it much harder to see this as related to a new in-house offer system for Chase, and much more likely it's related to Carlos's new uh, new ad server. So to start in the two job listings on the Chase, uh, you know, on Chase for the Chase offers, both mentioned. Uh, a next generation of offers and ad platform with one of the listings mentioning a new offer experience. You also have them both mentioning working with third-party vendors. And I, don't, I mean, I'll, I'll get into this, but I don't think Fig, who's owned by Chase, is a third-party vendor anymore. Uh, and then also rolling out and launching new features and capabilities, which is exactly what Carlytics said during uh, Q1 2021 earnings uh, regarding the new ad server, where banks have to roll out new features and capabilities and, I'll, and it gets even crazier. So uh, regarding the first one, I say uh, there's the mention of the new, the next generation of offers at, in the ad platform and even one of the listings mentioning a new offer experience for our customers, which seems to perfectly match Cardlytics' new ad server that allows for new offers like local and product, product level. It also allows for the new user experience and new UI. And we also have Cardlytics specifically calls the new UI the quote, new customer experience or quote, new user experience. Given to me, the quote, new experience is not a term I would use to describe the update. Uh, like it's just not a common term. Like you wouldn't, if I saw this somewhere else, I wouldn't say, oh, they got a new user experience, right? Usually I just say, oh, they got a new uh, user interface or a new UI. Those are the common terms. User experience to me is not this generally, you know, bl uh, widely applied term. So I don't think it's a general term that could be commonly used by others like Chase, Instead, it seems much more likely, especially in combination with Chase referring to new offers, which would be probably the local and product level offers that would be on the new ad server. They mentioned a new uh, platform, which would be the new ad server, and a new experience is probably the new user experience Carlos talked about. However, you could still conclude, I, I'm giving, I'm still giving this all the benefit of the doubt and trying to make sure I'm not, you know, blindly ignoring disconfirming evidence. So here's the thing: you could still conclude that this maybe relates to a new user or a new. Uh, in-house offer system by Chase, but why? But but this is why you know the next two points, number two, number three, make it much harder to believe this is related to in-house. So number two, so that was related to you know the new ad, uh, the new ad platform, the new offer constructs, and the new user experience. We maybe you still say no, that doesn't relate to Carlytics, even though it's just like oh my god, those are like the three things: the new ad server, product level offers, local offers, and new user experience. But we'll say nope, that's not strong enough. They mention aligning goals and roadmaps and managing, managing, not working with. <laughs> that's a, I never even realized that till this second. They specifically manage, uh, mentioned managing third-party vendors. If you're working with, with Fig, you're not going to manage Fig. You own Fig. You're going to work with them. You're not going to manage them. But because, you know, with Cardlytics, they are a third-party vendor you probably would have to manage them. So that is an interesting aspect that I didn't think about. But the other aspect is they mentioned third-party vendors, right? That you have to manage third-party vendors part of this, this job listing. Makes me think that that, that third-party vendor is Carlytics. Carlytics is the only third-party vendor that I know of that Chase is using for Chase offers. That's what we're talking about. These job listings are for Chase offers. I'm pretty sure based on previous commentary that Rewards Network is running through Cardlytics, making it see, such that Chase uh, would likely only be working with Cardlytics for these offers and therefore the only third-party vendor that they would have to quote manage. Um, and Fig, to me, is no longer a third-party vendor, at least not in my eyes, uh, <laughs> given that they are owned by Chase. To me, they're not a third party. They're within Chase, right? Maybe you could make that argument that they're a third party uh, if these job listings were before the 7-1 July 1st acquisition date. But these were posted on August 23rd and September 13th, almost two months after. So I don't think you're still to this day, maybe you do. I mean, Cardlytics has some outdated comments regarding like MAUs on their job listings. So maybe you are, you would still on your listings refer to Fig as the uh, you know third party vendor. But again, I don't even know if there's ever, there's been any strong evidence that Chase has even ever used uh, Fig in the past. And, and there is specific mention of, quote, an existing third-party vendor, which to me, the only existing third-party vendor that I know of that Chase has used is Cardlytics. And so in this job listing is saying, hey, we're going to continue working with them. We're going to align our roadmaps with these existing third-party vendors. Maybe that's not enough for you. <laughs> uh, then number three is regarding the, the mention of the rolling out of launches of new features and capabilities. And this very similar this like this is so closely matches what Carlytics mentioned regarding the new ad server you have 
Chase on these job listings, mentioning now that hey, you're going to work with rolling out these, you know, these rolling out and launching <laughs> new features and capabilities, right? Well, Cardlytics on Q1 2021, so not this last Q1, but a year ago, they discussed the new ad server and they discussed, you know, and I'll get into this, but they were that you have this these API capabilities for integrating and launching and rolling out features. So this is like the language here is so similar. So I'm gonna actually go into, into a little bit of detail right here. So to me, this is where it gets even more conclusive is the fact that not only do you have these similarities of, oh, Cardlytics says that you roll out and launch these new capabilities and Chase is saying the same thing, but the terminology and the exact wording is the same, which again, maybe I'm just making conclusions. Uh, you know, I'm trying to make something out of nothing. You know, that's what's going to be interesting. I talk about that in a little bit, but like, yeah, we'll just keep going here. <laughs> it's just when you put these all together, there's it's not just like me seeing one thing in isolation. There's so many independent things that, that just make sense together that just make it seem like that's the truth. So anyways, the first thing, you have the job title of one of the listings saying it's a product delivery platform uh, for product delivery platform integrations, which matches the integration of modules where Cardlytics mentions, quote, that the new ad server offers both API and SDK integrations to enable faster iterations of the new user experience module or any user experience modules because the new ad server has all these different modules that the banks can integrate via APIs. And so you have this job listing or this job title as platform integrations. Okay, that's interesting. They also mentioned the job uh, that has the built, you need someone with the ability to understand event-driven and RESTful APIs, right? Which matches the new ad server dealing with APIs for the integrations. It also says, quote, that the, that you'll be, for this job listing on Chase, that you'll be responsible for overseeing existing third-party vendors. Again, matches card list being a third-party vendor and an existing third-party vendor. And they said, quote, assisting and managing third-party uh, third party partners and align roadmaps. So again, we already know card list is a third-party vendor. But what I thought was interesting was that they're saying you're going to assist in managing third-party partners and align roadmaps. That LinkedIn job description mentioned roadmaps. Maybe, yeah, that's a common term. Uh, but again, it, it's again, if that's the terminology that within these businesses that they're using with this project, that this person, I mean, again, they were supposedly working with migration, that they're talking about, oh, I had to work with, you know, aligning roadmaps. And then Chase is saying, oh, because the people that are working on this same project say, hey, we need someone that are going to deal with roadmaps. Again, it's just, I, I don't know. I'm not someone who in my everyday language is using the word roadmaps. But again, that's not where that's not the word that's that's super strong here. It's this next one where it says assist in assist in establish rollout plans and release of new feature and functionality. The other one even mentioned some launching, but the rollout. This is I mean this is Cardlytics specifically uses the words rollout. They mention offer features. They mention quote new functionality. I mean these are the exact things that Chase. Uh, or that Carlytics has on the new ad server and what it does. And now you have Chase have this job listing that's mentioned specifically using the same language. Again, maybe they're just copying uh, Carlytics. And so that's part of FIG. But again, when you start taking everything together, it just makes more sense. So I say this also matches US Bank who said that they would have to hire additional personnel or dedicate additional resources at a later time to handle the additional rollouts. This might be the strongest piece of evidence of Chase and why they're hiring additional personnel for the phase launches of the new ad server and the capabilities. Again, you have US Bank saying, hey, we're gonna have to either hire or get, you know, dedicate more people to do some of these launches and rollouts. And now you have Chase, who's supposedly and possibly migrating the new ad server, they have these new job listings related to these rollout of these features. So it's not like you could look at this and say, like, oh, why does Chase need a, 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 to hire someone for these launches? You also have U.S. Bank who said, hey, we haven't got to this because we need to hire people to do this. So we now know that there's evidence that you have to hire people to do this. So, again, again the, one of the weird things uh, that I saw too was that the job listing uh, specifically mentions, uh, I think it's uh, Jira. I, I don't exactly, I remember looking it up and watching a video on how to say it. But what I thought was funny is Cardlytics also specifically, so I found that, why I found that interesting was that in that May job listing by Cardlytics for that quote senior integration consultant that was responsible for the technical onboarding of new financial institutions who experience uh, or with experience with the AWS uh, and, or, or cloud, that they also mentioned their, their job listing, that same ticket tracking tool, Jira or Jira. 
So maybe that is an extremely used and common system across many different companies, right? I just haven't heard of it. And I don't, I don't think it's a very strong point, but I just thought, again, if you're working with two different, you know, a third party, you know, Chase Carlos are working together and they're using some similar platform for ticket tracking, maybe that makes sense. Again, I think I think the other stronger thing is just like the rollout, the features, and then Carly specifically mentioned that's exactly how it works, and U.S. Bank confirming, hey, yeah, we have to have more resources to be able to do that. So at this point, I will be shocked if Chase is not currently in progress of moving to the new ad server. <laughs> I mean, it is very possible all of these matches in the job listing to the new ad server are coincidences. Or me, you know, maybe I'm just simply finding the similarities and making connections that aren't actually there. Right? And Chase is maybe not even move, uh, in progress moving the new ad server. If so, it will be interesting to look back at this and all these data points. Maybe it'll be obvious in hindsight where I went wrong. However, the odds of that seem almost impossibly low when you start combining all the you know all these different observations you know mentioned above regarding Carlytics and the comments uh, you know saying they're they're planning on moving to the new ad server and all the in sync timelines. I mean, we literally the strongest thing beyond anything else is Carlytics saying, hey. You know, <laughs> we have someone kind of, you know, migrating the new ad server. Chase is the one that's supposed to move the new ad server. Uh, I mean, that's the strongest thing. And then we're seeing supporting evidence of that. So, you know, you know, why all of these are strong pieces of evidence to support Chase being on the new ad server and even stronger when combined, I have not heard or seen anything to give me 100% certainty of Chase being on the new ad server yet, which makes sense that they're you know, supposed to launch in Q4. So that's where I get to, you know, how we will tell, you know, how are we going to tell or when will we know when Chase is moved or launched a new ad server? Because there is a chance that, you know, maybe, you know, Cardlytics did discuss that Chase is up, that, or Cardlytics discussed that U.S. Bank is on the new ad server. So it's not like something that Cardlytics doesn't disclose, right? Because Cardlytics in the past says, oh, we don't talk about banks individually. Uh, we're not going to disclose who's on the cloud and what they're, you know, what's in their contracts. But they did specifically mention U.S. banks on the new ad server. They mentioned that 50% of their MAUs are supposed to be on the new ads, uh, new ad server by the year end. They've also mentioned uh, plenty of other investors that Chase is the one supposed to be in 2022. Uh, you know, and maybe it changes with you know new CEO Kareem. I, I, I don't know, but even if they don't tell us, even though I think they will, even if they don't tell us, there's plenty of ways that we'll be able to know. The first is images within the offers. Uh, so I have a comparison here of what it looks like today versus what it will look like when you open up an offer. In the offer, there'll be some type of imagery. So th the reason why this is the strongest is not only is this needed, uh, or this capability, you have to have the new ad server to be able to do this, but this is the only, <laughs> this is pretty much the only functionality or new capability that the US bank has adopted. And so we know at launch that this should we should start seeing this. Uh, or at least very, very soon. So that's the first thing I've been looking for. The next thing is a new user experience. Again, the new user experience, the new user interface, uh, you have to be on the new ad server. So if we see that, again, I have a comparison here. Again, more richer, larger imagery, hero imagery. Uh, if we start seeing that, we know that Chase took the new ad server. But again, uh, just because we don't see it doesn't mean that Chase didn't is not on the new ad server. Because US Bank is on the new ad server, but they have not launched the module related to the new user interface yet. They said that they need to get more employees and dedicate more resources more resources to do so. So again, we might still see the new or the previous user experience or previous UI and Chase is actually on the new uh, ad server. That's why there's other evidence like the images within the offers that will give us that indication. But I think Chase at inception or very soon after will take the new UI based on that Cardlytics comment uh, at investor day saying that they were on track to not only take the new ad server, but also the new UI at year end. Uh, so we'll see. Another thing, Product level offers from Bridge require the new ad server. So, so if we see one of those, that would be strong indication. Now, just because we see a product level offer doesn't actually mean that Chase is on the new ad server. The reason for that is there has been mentioned that Cardlytics has partnered with some other third parties uh, to deal with product level offers. And so that might not require the new ad server. So what we'd have to see is a bridge client product level offer because I think that integration requires the new ad server. And so the, uh, you know, Cardlytics has mentioned in the bridge pipeline, we have grocery, convenience, restaurant, home improvement, and the existing clients include some restaurants, retail, movie studios. So a product level offer related to one of those could give us a clue that uh, Chase is on the new ad server. You know, some known current clients include Starbucks and Panera. So if we saw one of those, that'd be strong indication. Uh, I know there was a past pilot on Dosh with Rite Aid, uh, and I heard that there was a pilot with a beauty product, but I don't know if that was Bridge or that third-party vendor. 
that's been mentioned in the past. So some current observations and who I'm watching to place that first product level offer. One is Home Depot. There's also Best Buy. Both of them have been putting offers lately. And those are two companies uh, or businesses that I wouldn't think we would see place any store level offers. <laughs> and so I've always thought those were interesting because I thought they would mostly do product level offers. And so given we keep seeing those, I feel like they could be the, in, you know, when uh, Carlos talks about the bridge pipeline, they talk about a home improvement and retail client. Uh, more specifically, uh, and Home Depot could even be an existing bridge client that Cardlytics, because Cardlytics said that there was a, an existing bridge client that was interested in Cardlytics, but only uh, but only markets at the product level, not the store level, which matches Home Depot. And even where Cardlytics' former uh, chief revenue officer in 2021 said the same thing regarding Home Depot, that they do the marketing at the product level uh, and department level rather than the store level. And so it really could be a Home Depot that is going to be uh, that, uh, that home improvement uh, client for bridge some other ones kroger they've been doing a lot of different types of offers in, in chase recently and so maybe they're just you know more receptive to do product level offers so we could see one of them again i've talked about on, on twitter quite a bit about the panera offer I, it, the reason why i thought this one could have been the first product level offer already was because we know panera is a bridge client they have publicly disclosed this we also what i saw was this was that you know yes we've seen these you know subscription type offers in the past that don't rely on bridge but what was different here was that when i looked at the statement description all those other ones that i've, I've currently seen they had a different statement description so that carlos would be able to identify oh that one is for a membership and not some other purchase and that's how we'll get, we'll do the the statement credit here when i purchased i did a, a, a purchase at panera and then i did this you know panera unlimited club sip unlimited club they were the same description in Chase. So I didn't know how they were making this difference or how they would distinguish it without using Bridge the POS data. However, I don't know. I still don't think that there's clear evidence that this is a, a Bridge offer. I think this could be using something else. Push notifications. So Chase already does push notifications when you redeem an offer, but they don't do like US Bank when, when you have new or expiring offers. However, this alone, seeing this change is not enough because B of A also has that functionality of getting, of getting push notifications for new and expiring offers, and, and I don't think they're on the new ad server. Entertainment offers, I included this just because I thought it was an interesting picture, was showing how many offers. These are only dining offers. Like this is Chicago on the left, new, around New York area on the right. This is just an absurd amount of offers. Like in entertainment has a lot, a lot of offers. Um, I might talk about this later in the future, but Carlix has mentioned that, uh, that they will not give these more local entertainment offers until a bank is on the new ad server. Uh, so if we saw these offers and we could match it by going onto the entertainment app to see if it's an entertainment offer, if they're the same, we would know that maybe Chase adopted the new ad server. Um, that was not me. That was me moving <laughs> my leg on the chair. Uh, however, given Cardlytics has been giving a bank, uh, have they, so Cardlytics has given possibly it's even Chase, but they've been given a bank, uh, rewards network offers, even without them being on the new ad server. So it's possible, even though that Cardlytics in the past said, we're not going to give a bank entertainment offers until they're on the new ad server, they could, maybe there's a way around it where they would just give it uh, to a bank. So I don't know if that would also be conclusive evidence that Chase is on the new ad server. Time of day offers though would be, because the time of day offers where it's an offer where you you only get it if you redeem it between a certain time like 7 to 11 a.m that requires a new ad server so if we saw that chase is on the new ad server uh one observation i didn't realize until just today that in carlick's investor day presentation that they included in their new ui example uh time of day offers capabilities or like they actually showed pictures of mcdonald's and taco bell uh mcdonald's said 10 percent back off on breakfast from 7 to 11 and taco bell has said 10 percent back late night uh, from 9 to 12 a.m. More interesting is that the McDo with the McDonald's example is that supposedly McDonald's has specifically expressed interest in this capability to Cardlytics. That they have went to Cardlytics and said, hey, we want this time of day offer. Therefore, this could be the first one we would see within Chase that if they start doing this time of day offer, it could be McDonald's. In closing, you know, similar to others, my first reaction on the news of Chase Warren Fig wasn't positive. <laughs> However, upon additional findings uh, and thinking through the situation, you know, thinking fast versus thinking slow, I now believe Chase acquiring Fig to be highly favorable to Cardlytics, with Chase launching a new ad server here shortly and probably here in Q4. While it is possible I've missed some key details or misinterpreted uh, observations and facts, 
I have not yet, I've yet to find anything disconfirming at this time beyond the simple assumption that Chase is using Faith for in-house without any evidence to, to support that, right? I haven't seen anything to support that, but that's, you know, that's still there. Like, hey, I haven't been able to, you know, disprove that fact. But that doesn't mean, you know, again, it's still possible that that is Chase's intention, uh, you know, with Fig, even if it makes little rational sense. Again, that's one of those things I thought about and going through the effort and talking with others. It just, it not only does it like, <laughs> does it not seem to be the case based on everything we're seeing, it just doesn't even make sense for them to do so. Uh, but again, I simply, I'm still looking to see if there's any evidence of that. I just haven't seen it today. Until seeing anything disconfirming, it is my belief today that Chase will not only move to the new ad server, but they're currently in migration and they will launch the new ad server in Q4 of 2022. There is a strong possibility that Carlos will announce this at the Q3 earnings. I'll probably be in November. And if not, again, based on everything we talked about, we'll have enough information to be able to conclude that they have moved to the new ad server. With Chase moving to the new ad server, Carlix will not only uh, experience higher engagement in ARPU in the short term, such as what we've seen in a US bank, but we'll also see, uh, and they'll have additional benefits from product level offers and local offers in the new user experience that isn't on US bank yet. But we'll also see with Chase moving the new ad server, it will increase the odds of Chase staying with Carlytics in the long term, which increases Carlytics expected value even further. There's a lot here. I hope you enjoyed this post. Uh, I'll be, I'm interested to keep following this. Make sure again, if you're interested in more detail, I'll be posting more and more in my research notes. I might not, I mean, there's still stuff, like, especially my quantification of the near-term impact of moving the new ad server. I've been you know, thinking through some of that work. I put those in my research notes, trying to estimate what we can see in the near term. Uh, I've been putting more and more, a lot in my research notes. I've appreciated all the very nice feedback. Um, my plan here shortly, I've been saying this you know, for quite some time, is I'm going to be releasing the Carvana note soon, uh, but I really am. <laughs> that is, like, I might do one more Cardlytics post here before the quarter, uh, before, you know, the next set of earnings, uh, but before earnings, I plan to release Carvana notes as well, because there's a lot of interesting things that I've come across uh, that I've been putting in my own notes, I just haven't made them public, but I plan to as well. And again, if you get, if you already have my research notes for Cardlytics, you'll just get access to Carvana as well, as well as I've been working on a lot of other things. Again, I don't just follow Cardlytics Carvana. I have a whole nother Substack that I haven't released yet that will be included with research notes regarding prospective ideas. I'm always looking for new ideas as well as historical investments to try to learn from them. And so again, I plan to re release all those over time. I've appreciated, you know, all the feedback, all the new subscribers. If you're interested, check it out. Uh, and everyone, thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks everyone.